0: A pilgrim coming to Jerusalem today would see something very different, yet follow the same path. Uh, one typically starts at the what's called the Anatolia Fortress, where Jesus is, was traditionally uh, thought to have been condemned to death, and then follow the path through the streets of Jerusalem, which are now about 20 feet above the level at the time of Christ having been destroyed several times since then. When you get to the Mount of Calvary, which is now the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, most uh, scholars believe this was the place of the crucifixion and then the empty tomb nearby. Today you'll find a flat flat church there built over over what was the Hill of Calvary. And uh, actually the Romans, to stop people from coming there, for devotion, originally put a, a temple to Jupiter there to keep people. And so as soon as Christianity was legalized, the Church of the Holy Sepulchre was built, the first one, by a Constantine. So you go there, and you can put your hand in and, and touch the hill. And perhaps if you have a, a guide, they might take you underneath to see the rocks that were there. This was not a hill uh, originally. It was a place where there were ex- uh, um uh, not excavations, it was uh, quarrying. But the rock of Calvary was flawed and could not be used for building purposes, and the hills slowly grew. And at the time of Christ, the walls of Jerusalem were right outside of this quarry, which was actually probably quite beautiful to look at this cracked rock with the plants growing in it. And the Romans who took over uh, Israel used that for crucifixions. It was right by the the main road into town, one of the the main city gates. And Jesus being crucified at Passover, everyone would have gone by and seen him with these two criminals crucified. Jesus, as he walks the streets, is met by the women and by his mother, no doubt following along, and perhaps the disciples, grief-stricken following at a distance but not daring to be associated with with him for fear that they would lose their lives as well. When Jesus gets to the place of crucifixion, he, the son of God, through whom everything was created and in his divinity is sustained, all of us, he himself none of us could do this, voluntarily opens his arms and allows himself to be nailed to this wood. And in this position of voluntary, being voluntarily nailed to the cross, which we remember again on Good Friday, this is a position of mercy. This is not a position of judgment. His hands, as long as the earth endures, are nailed in this position as a position of mercy. It's very interesting when you hear Luke's Gospel that Jesus looks at his disciples at the Last Supper there, and he says, You are the ones who have stood by me in my trial, and I confer a kingdom on you. He knows darn well every one of them is going to run away from him. One of them is going to deny him. One of them is going to betray him and hang himself. And yet he says this, You are the ones who stood by me in my trial. I confer a kingdom on you. Then he says to Peter, when you have recovered yourself, you will lead my people. See, Jesus, he knew John would be the first one to come back. Some women that were no doubt there, but are not mentioned, they're present all over the gospel, Joanna and, and Mary Magdalene and a few others, are there present, his mother, Mary. They had the guts to stay by the cross to the end. While every, imagine what it was like for his mother, to be associated with Jesus while they're spitting on him. And the the Pharisees and the people, they said, so you thought you were the son of God. And they sneer at God, whom they think they're serving. Isn't it amazing? Jesus prints that. But his disciples that stayed endured all of that for Jesus. Yet others who were far away, he invites back. The, The Holy Week is a time when many come to reconciliation, for example, in Lent no matter what our sins are, Jesus is always waiting to forgive us. There is no sin that is too great for God's mercy. All we have to do is come back. And when you have come back, you will strengthen your brothers and your sisters. See how, what, how God is still calling for that. Others are called to stay by the cross. We have a sick one, loved one that's that's dying. We have a family in crisis. We, have, we stand up for our faith when it's not easy in our society that doesn't value Christianity as it should. We take a tough position. We, uh, we suffer in some way that God doesn't answer our prayers right away, and we stay by the cross. This is We are those people. Sometimes we see Christ passing by like the women who greeted him on the way And it is Christ and all of our brothers and sisters that we help that are poor or suffering. All of us have a role to play in this great salvation history. This is not a history lesson. We are here now. This is our story. We, too, are at the foot of the cross. At times, we're nailed to the cross with Jesus. Most of us not voluntarily. We all did something voluntary for Lent. But that's only a preparation for the involuntary crosses that you and I will receive. Some of us will run away. But Christ will invite us back. Others will have the guts to stay. But whatever our role is, Christ is waiting for us. This is our story. This is our Holy Week. This is our life. We have only one. We are grateful that Christ invites us to share it with him.